Hello and welcome back to For the Love of Beer podcast. Um, it's been a while. Uh, sorry, we just decided inadvertently to have the summer off. Um, I'm Phil Savory, joined as always by my good friend Mark Hardy Johnson. Hello and welcome. And as not always, by um, our mate Greg, friend Howdy. of the show. Thank you. Thanks for the invite. Welcome to the podcast. Special guest. Is this it's our a... first special guest? I think it might be, yeah. I think it probably is, isn't it? Yeah. Which probably says a lot to our unpopularity, but you know. It's a pleasure to be on, thanks Jens. You know, of course this moment. Great to have you. So um, the reason why we're back, um, we don't have anything from the bucket list today. Um, So for those of you new to the show, um, generally this podcast is dedicated to a quest, the grand quest to drink 100 different beers from 100 different countries in accordance with our bucket list. Um, However, it's purely extracurricular activity today. And um, this is a sort of a COVID-delayed project. But today, we're going to answer the question, can Mark Hardy-Johnson organise a piss-up in a brewery? There we go. Well, we shall find out later on. We shall find out, because today we're down in London. It's going to be an elongated episode. Yes, so we're going to kind of stitch... It's probably going to be stitched together from bits throughout the day. Um, So we're we're currently... uh, By the end of the episode, you'll probably find out. I mean, right now, it's ten past eleven in the morning. By the time we finish... It'll probably be mid to late afternoon. Yeah. But you'll probably only be about half an hour later on, so... Time travel. Yeah. So, um, we're in a pub called The George in Hampstead Heath at the moment, where we're going to have a bit of breakfast. Um, Mark is um, representing... That sounded quite partridge then, not... <laughs> it did a bit, sorry. <laughs> the thing is, I don't know sometimes got, if I... a big plate, Alan. I don't know sometimes if I have a bit of partridge in me, just in my DNA, or whether it's just... A subconscious thing that I just drift into it just because I'm so you a bit, yeah. yeah yeah or if that's just me deep down if I'm just naturally like that you got your big plate got my big plate so about to have some breakfast um, steak yeah I'm having steak and steak for breakfast for the first time Mark is obviously having beer for breakfast Camden no less yeah round the corner from the brewery ready to go I've decided I'm going to compare it to yes it's yeah, well, it's, it's true. As usual, we've kind of mangled the tease of what we're doing. So we're going to the Camden Town Brewery for a tour around there and some bits and bobs. You're sampling it, the beer now on draft in a pub down yes. the road to see the differences between that and... Yeah. Which I think there'll be very little. Yourself, Greg, what are you having? Well, I'm having a Guinness right now, but maybe just throw in that we've already gone round the world on the way here. Oh, yeah, we you, had, you uh, sampled the world beer, didn't you? Yes. One from the list. It? From Cyprus. Keo from Cyprus. Keo from Cyprus. What was your thoughts? Yeah, what were your thoughts? Oh, as I said before, I think it's a combination between the lager and, if you like, a a bitter. Lovely beer. I can see why you gave it, I think maybe, was it a six or a seven? I think it was borderline six or seven, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was six or seven. It was decent. It was one of our favourites, but we we didn't mind it. I can understand that one. Um, And as I say, you had a Moretti on the way down, Mark, which, going Italy. And what was your one? Yours from Mine was South Corev from Cornwall. Cornwall. Corev, that yeah. That's a good beer, that. It is a good one. I've had that before. And it's cheap. They changed the bottle as well, as well. They have, yeah. Morrison's. It's relatively cheap for it as well, I think. It's yeah. a good one. So I'm quite pleased so far, being a guest on your podcast, we've already hit four, so maybe five Island. beers, well, haven't we? And we had a Rockshaw, didn't we? Guinness. Which right. made by, lager made by Guinness. Yeah, And now true. you're going for a breakfast Guinness. Yeah. Um, I'm being uh, well I was going to have a vodka and pineapple which okay I'm going to lose some I understand <laughs> listeners I'm going to lose some 
man points or whatever. For the it's love fine. of beer podcast is for the love of orange. I'm podcast. comfortable in my own skin. Look, I'm having I'm having an orange juice at the moment. Um, as as Greg said before we started recording, the man from Del Monte, <laughs> he say yes. I'm just missing the hat, aren't I? Yes. Um, so I'm just having a tactical orange juice for my breakfast. It's a long day. I want to make the most. Of, I'm make the most of it. I've had a couple of beers on the train. I'm just, you know, get rid of. The and we've all broken. We all broke the seal pretty much on the train. So yeah. we've all been for a piss already, and there's a, there's a day ahead of us yet. And I'm I'm concerned that if it's just nothing but beer, that is gonna bladder control is go, is gonna go out the window. Yeah, but it's gonna be a good day. You can see it's gonna be a good day with you two chaps, and we're gonna wear. It's preparing. It's a nice sunny day coming up. You know what? It's the first. We, it's the first, we, me and you haven't caught up for ages, have we? Myself no, and you, Mark. Since we've, the Euros. Since the Euros, it's been yeah. it's been a summer where we've basically we've had beers and we've had some extracurricular beers and some pods we were going to do. We will do. We've not even seen it. But each life other, just it's just the rigors of life. That's it. You're looking very svelte. I would say. Am I? Yeah, Thank you've you lost a bit of weight, haven't you? I've put weight back on. Actually. Have you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I was going to say you've lost weight. And uh, oh, we've got cutlery. Lovely stuff. Thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, you're looking very svelte. Thank I thought. you. I'll put it back on. But anyway, have you? Yeah. Oh, good. Thank you. Looking svelte. I'm trying a health kick, but I've had a rough week at work, so I'm just, I just want to fill my Pile face with anything I yeah. get my hands on. Yeah, <laughs> steak yeah. For breakfast. Steak, is, steak is lean though. Steak is good. Protein as well. Exactly. So I'm trying to exercise as well. So I'm trying to kind of balance, eating a bit better, exercise a bit more. You know, lose a stone to get get myself into slightly better shape if I can. I've missed beach body season, but I'm thinking next year. I'm thinking next You're year. Getting yourself ready for the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Also, now it's like now my little ones started school. So now I've got to think about the school run. You know, I want to be the best dilf. <laughs> out of the, so that's a whole other You'll thing be now. With Greg. I've got to think about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Good man, I like that. Stuff you've got to consider now. The school run. That's, like a whole, that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we're probably going to do little bits and pieces throughout the day. Um, so it'll just be stitched together, random bits and bobs. So we should um, probably try and make this flow a bit better, really. You know, make it sound like it's just one continuous episode. One, try and create a segue that we create for the next part. Yeah. yeah. But we didn't really think that through before, did we? Yeah, so we just say something like out of nowhere, and then it'll be a speaking of, and then we'll be somewhere else. Imagine that. That would have been That would good. be slick, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, we should try and do that. But and we may have a nice little surprise later on, might we, having seen what we saw on the way here? Possibly. We won't give the, give, we won't... Give the game away yeah. yet. And that could uh, that could amount to nothing, so that could be a. Yeah. We never know. I have no idea what you pair are talking about, but anyway. Yeah, okay. we'll, 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 we'll discuss it later. We'll I'll take be, it. Be we'll take that right. offline, as they say in meetings. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're just going to sample it, Brecky, and then I think the next time you hear from us will be either in or around Camden Town Brewery. We'll see what we have in store for them. Yeah. And we're back. We've just completed our tour of the Camden Town Brewery. We were actually hoping to have got the actual tour guide in for an interview but fortunately she got pulled away um, and we don't have the time before the next tour started so um, apologies on that one you're not going to get that much insider info um, and to be honest we wouldn't really give away the secrets of the tour anyway <laughs> not that there were many secrets I mean it's just, it's just how beer gets made isn't it really it Mark what were your thoughts can you just say a quick sorry I'm sorry this is, this is Tiff the one who basically um, dusted us off 
sorry, I can't, I can't speak more. I've got to go back to the bar. Thanks very much for the tour. Thank you, guys. I'm glad you enjoyed it. What are you drinking? Italian Pilsner. It's good, right? It was good. And your recommendation? It's a bit cloudy, hazy. It's a hazy one, yeah. It's alright. They'll do this next and I'm going to try that Bellini one, I think. Bellini, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, sounds interesting. I believe you've been here for three months. Yeah, I have. Full of knowledge. Yeah. Full of knowledge. Recommendation there for the Camden Town Brewery. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the tour. So, um, Mark, what were your what were your thoughts on the tour? Uh, could have done with more beer, to be quite honest with you. Uh, I, I thought actually it wasn't too bad. I mean, they gave us a, a like a selection of about five tasters, half a pint of unfiltered hells. Half, of a half wasn't it? It's was half of a half. Um, if I know, to be fair, we started with half an unfiltered, didn't we? And then we had a selection of five half of halves, quarter pints of random. Random stuff that was on the on the draft. Um, one of which was like a Guinness version, but they don't sell that apart from here, apparently, do they? Yeah. The, the thing with the stout was apparently they don't have a way of getting that canned or bottled, so it's literally draft and that's it. So apparently, if you if you are around that neck of the woods, there is a there is a really nice stout that you can get, um, which I recommend. Um, tell you what, friend of the show, Greg. What were your thoughts of the tour? Yeah, good tour there. Um, the the lady there, the Australian who gave us a tour, was really nice. Five lovely Tiff. beers. Tiffany, sorry, really nice. Uh, five beers there we had before we started. Um, good to have a couple of tastes while we went round. A bit like the Guinness tour over in Dublin, which fair dudes, you know, interesting. You can't beat an Italian at the end, can you? Yeah, she knew her stuff. It like, went on for an hour. But I've, right now I've done the Guinness tour, the Heineken in Amsterdam, and the Camden tour. So the Guinness, they were all full of how amazing we are. We've got this amazing brand, and to be fair, their brand awareness and stuff is fantastic. And then I went to the Heineken one in Amsterdam, which is more about having a few beers, getting pissed up, and then you can get this ferry that takes you to the other side of Amsterdam, which is about two minutes. But anyway, um, that was more like. It's more enjoyable because it's more of a piss up. They've got horses in there. What fucking brewery has a horses in there? I mean, come on. And then you come here. I thought this would be more like Heineken, but it was a bit between the two. Yeah. You know? But it was enjoyable. Tiff knew her shit. She did. To be fair to her, she's been here three months. She knew her shit. She Not, did. She didn't know she was shit. She knew her shit. Yeah. There's a, I think there's a stereotype about Australian barmaids. But... <laughs> um, uh, it was weird. I I had no idea that the um, you know what funny story. So um, when I was younger, when I'd started, when I was sort of of drinking age, I went to London like drinking for the first time, and they've got a, they had a cheer. I don't know if it's still here, but they had a cheers, you know, where everybody knows your name. So my first sort of conversation. I bear in mind, I was eighteen, wet behind the ears. Struggled have a conversation with the barmaid, and uh, and said, "What part of America are you from?" And she was obviously not understanding the fact that all bar, all barmaids in London are Australian. And then um, she disappeared in the back, got the manager, and then that was it. It was like check ID. I didn't have ID on me because I didn't even have a prisoner driver's license or passport. And I was out. That was it. That was it. So um, anyway, but but Tiff, she was lovely, newer stuff. Um, interesting. I, I didn't know that the actual um, founder of the brewery was Australian. Jasper. Jasper turned up. In fact, this is a lady here. You work for Camden Brewery, don't you? Say that again. You're now, you're now, by the way, on a, on a podcast, oh, a beer podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you any sort of serious questions. 
but um, uh, so how long have you worked for the brewery? So I've worked here since we've reopened uh, the beer hall. So post sort of COVID? After COVID. Yeah, after it? COVID. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> since this new sort of bit's opened on yeah, the actually we put the new bar? Yeah, so actually I don't know if anyone sort of spoke to so the first arch, that's where the, uh, where the actual bar, the original bar was. Um, didn't have as many taps as we've got on at the moment. And then um, we acquired another arch because actually the second arch here used to be the packaging. And so we acquired another arch down there, so we moved the packaging, opened up the bar that side. And it's now an Enfield. Yeah. Well, we do have Enfield as well. So out of all the beers that you do here, what's your personal favourite? Oh, that's a, that's a tough one. I love them all. <laughs> it depends on how I'm feeling. Don't toe the company line. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say a good solid... Like a good solid eight nine would be a gentleman's wit. Yeah, that was popular on the tasting session. Yeah, that was like a, a wheat beer, wasn't it? It was a wheat beer. It's got that sort of citrus bergamot uh, vibe to it. So yeah, it's that was probably the most popular one out of everyone that was in the tour with us on the taste session. That was the one that people pointed out the most, I think. And the Italian Pilsner is also really Yeah, good. Tiff, um, who took us on the tour, she said that's all. Oh, well. Sorry, we, we didn't get your name. What's your My name? My name's Fatima. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. Pilsner. Pils He's got Pils Camden Town socks on there. Yeah, yeah. Is that available? Is in he the, working? Which one? Where the guy over there. Down there, with like with Adidas trainers. Yeah, you can buy them. I've got, I've got a pair of those as well. Are they available in your shop? They were, but they're so popular that they sold out. So you can get them online. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, they're really nice. They're £10. They're there really you go. Nice. Camden Town Socks for £10. Available on the website. Or is it .co.uk or .com? It's .com. .com. My first time. Greg's on the ball. Thank you very much, Fatima. Thank you for your time. Ten pound for a pair of socks. Ten pound for a pair of socks. I, I just spotted them out of the corner of my eye. Then why? Just why? It doesn't though. That's the point. <laughs> it's in your blood. It's like Guinness. Once you've tasted this stuff, it's it's like the amber nectar. I think ten pounds is steep, but looking at them, they're not too dissimilar from the socks that I'm wearing in terms of style. It's like a white sports sock. Uh, no, they're just general burgers. Just, just, just standard burgers. Oh, not, I'm not. On a Simpsons socks quest today as well. Quickie Mark. Yes. Nice. Well, right, it, Greg. Let's well, have a look at socks. I'm sorry, I'm old, Mark. Oh, that's that's like an M&S pack of five. That is. I mean, he's a massive fan of Camden Brewery. Clearly, over there. Do you think we should interview him? He's clearly a fan, isn't he? With his Adidas, he looks like he's added some dub into them trainers. He might be on the pool, so I don't really want to ruin his vibe. Here, you don't want to cock block him, is what you're saying, don't you? Exactly. Comes in town uh, vibe if I live round here. I'll be uh, trialing the various beers, no doubt. So, as a general bar, as a local, it is quite nice, quite relaxed. It's quite chilled it's out. Very London. It's very, very London, is what this place is. Yeah, very metro. Good selection, though, because obviously, what you get in a supermarket, pretty much in a supermarket, you're getting what Camden Hells and an IPA, and that's about it. Whereas here you've got <laughs> lagers, stouts, IPAs, really good selection. Um, like I say, they have a larger Enfield brewery now, which is where they do most of the production. This they told us that, that here the the facility they've got here, which they have expanded, but that's generally used for um, 
taste things. Apparently there's a Marmite beer coming out. Would you try Marmite beer, Mark? They've got it in here. They've got it. Um, we might try it before we leave here. I'll leave might, you might I'll leave you to that one. Greg, would you go in for a Marmite beer? No, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not a massive Marmite fan, so I'll have a taste, but I ain't buying a pint of it. You know, I, have a I mean, this is the sort of place you could come wearing a blue shirt, orange trousers, white Camden Town socks black adidas trainers and a flat cap with two women who are quite attractive both of them and still be quite comfortable in your own sexuality that's london for you <laughs> i'd fit in well here i think he's the type of he's tarquin's your best mate over there ready to be old tarquin over there yeah he's, he's I, I could identify with him a lot I, I fancy myself as a bit of a fashion renegade loaded his nose on him sugar-free tissue as he is right now sugar-free it just looks sugar-free look at it look aren't at all it. tissues sugar-free I, I don't know or vegan friendly or that whatever it is i don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah, a I vegan don't. tissue whatever it is <laughs> vegan tissues you did have a good um, mario and luigi look about you when you were going around the tour with the uh yes, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. well th- seeing seeing it was going to be 20 it's a lovely day lovely day for it I thought I'd give the shorts one last run out for the end of the summer and then my penalty for that was I had to wear overalls but actually they were very comfy I enjoyed it I might you know I've never owned a pair of overalls or dungarees in my life and I'm thinking could I pull off could I pull off dungarees entering the room it's like first dates we've got the maitre d at the front who's like it's Fred setting him up (laughs) Fred Fred's already bollocked us for sitting in the wrong place by about half a foot yeah, we've had to adjust adjust the seating. Um, look, I've I've um, I've been <laughs> I've uh, I've quite enjoyed this tour. I've liked that it was quite relaxed. I I was satisfied with the level of beer I was allowed to drink for free. Well, I say free. It's baked into the cost of the tour, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. It's about thirty quid, I think. Thirty quid. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Thirty quid. About. Eh, well, we didn't pay for it. It was thanks to, your, thanks to Mark's lovely wife. Put it together. Last Christmas paid for by your wife, lovely wife, and Greg's lovely wife. Did, did my wife chip in? Yeah, she paid for it, yeah. Sound. I had no idea. She took no credit for that. It was all like it, She made it out like it was all Holly's thing that she sorted out. Well, it was her doing, but yeah, everyone, you know. I'll thank her when I get home. I mean, you pay for your train tickets, but anyway. <laughs> That's not a problem. Is yeah, it? I'm yeah, yeah. I've definitely not broken even on the day, <laughs> but but you still. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But anyway, no, it's been nice. I, I'd say the the facilities. It's unusual because it is literally like like, like typical London, really, where you're cramming something into a space that doesn't look like it will fit. It's a very small brewery. Yeah, really. we're literally right underneath the train station, and obviously where like the platform is, you've got these arches where the where the track goes over. Uh, for the overground and it's literally the, the brewery's built into the arches and it was literally two arches to begin with and they've, they've expanded out so now the whole row of arches about seven or eight of them now is all Camden Town Brewery but even that wasn't enough so obviously they've had to outsource a lot of the mass production to um, to Enfield As a guest to the pod and a fond listener to the pod may I ask you two gentlemen a question? Of course you can Would you bring the ambassador of London to the to the tour of Camden Town Brewery? See, I'm not sure. Now, my 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 take is is Camden is Camden Hells. 
is a borderline ambassador beer. I think it's borderline. I think personally, I think it's a bit too metro for the for the, for the ambassador. Yeah, that's trendy and it's trying to be up there. I mean, if you can see this, but it's all steel and girders and Camden and concrete and. It's too trendy for the ambassador. So maybe an, an ambassador of a modern-day country like North Macedonia or somewhere like Montenegro might join in in this one rather than the British ambassador. Is that what you're saying? We always picture the ambassador as kind of like, a, I don't know, some sort of tax exile living in Monaco um, sort of type um, who sort of deals with some, you know, deals with high society but also some sort of shady people on the underground or people you know arms dealers um you know the odd war criminal here and there um but you know it's sort of brushed under the carpet if the money's there you're welcome in help yourself to a, a prayer rocher off the pyramid um but i think this one is weird because I, I think it's like we talk about sometimes beers on the podcast that you would call like a working class beer like a you know a, a, what do you call a blue collar beer and this is kind of this is kind of like a middle class beer because because it's very London based. It's very metro, like like you say, Mark. Because it's very metro. It's one of them where you wouldn't mind the ambassador drinking it. You'd serve it to the ambassador, but you'd serve it to him in a uh, in a in a in a maybe a a, a more hoity-toity establishment rather than taking him to the to the source to the brewery. That's probably a bit too sort of you know getting his hands dirty. That's my that's my personal view. Well, we've got the, the both of them side by side here. The brewery's there. I can literally see it. And the sort of the vague source is right next door, isn't it? It's a difficult one. Plus all the seating, all of the seating in the bar is like bench style. There's no backs. I get the feeling the ambassador wouldn't want to sit on a chair that doesn't have some sort of back support, lumbar support. It's too metro for the ambassador. And there's a lot of festoon lighting. I don't feel festoon. That's a lovely word, festoon. Festoon lighter is not very ambassador. I don't think it's very good for the ambassador. He, he'd be more regal than Camden Hell's Lager. I feel he would. And having said that, thank you. You both had a Italian Pilsner, Camden uh, Brewery. Yeah, compared to Camden Hell's, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of the old Italian uh, Italian brewery there. But the main question I've got for the uh, two presenters of this podcast is marks out of 10. Now, are you going to go rock, paper, scissors, as in the old, or are we in 2021? We have to to do a rating first. Let's go, hang on, we have to try jog our memories. So Camden Hells, we reviewed Camden Hells in Camden. Do you remember yes, rightly? But it was over the road. Yes, it was, yeah. Not in now, its natural habitat. And that it was, was a- in natural habitat, but not what we thought it was at the time. No. This, this didn't exist. This didn't time. exist. So it was like an 8 out of 10, was it? An 8 out of 10? I think. If not 9, yeah. So it got a really good rating. The Italian yeah. Pilsner. So, so just have that as a reference point in your, in your mind yeah. when we rate the Italian Pilsner. Let's get Greg. Greg, let's get yours you first. Well, well, you know, I'm, I'm no, no, a big no, no, fan. No, I've got, got fingers. fingers. Oh, fingers. I'll, okay. tell, I'll, I'll tell the listener. You do fingers. I'll tell the listener. Um, right. He's gone for an eight. He's gone, out there. Right. He's gone for an eight. No hesitation. Well, we normally do it. I know you're back, but 
I'm I agree with you. I would give it a seven. Now, well, that's the thing. How much do how much do we respect Greg's opinion? Is the question. Being a newcomer, I understand that my value is going to be very low on this podcast as we speak. I'm feeling. I think we'll give it the seven and a half. I'm happy to give it seven and a half. Yeah. Because I think when you talk about it's not awful, is it? No, no. Like I guess the simplest way to say is like. Beer and Moretti is like a 7 out of 10 beer and would you rather drink that than a Moretti I'd say yeah, probably, by a fraction yeah. yeah which should make it a 7.5 yeah. so I I'm, I actually think between us applying some of Greg's logic I think we're there and thereabouts I mean people listening to this pod not many of you will probably not have drank this Italian Pilsner no because it's not even out yet no it's, so, it's so exclusive you can only so, drink it here if you're in London, you probably drank it. You might have done, you know. Let's go 7.5. Yeah, we're very London today. We're I'd very, recommend it. I buy still prefer hipster. That's where I was looking for hipster. Yes. I still prefer the Hells. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I still prefer the Hells, and without it's funny because it was interesting as well because we had, we got to taste Hells. He's got, he's got a camera t-shirt. Oh shit! The guy that's with the two women that I just. Dis- described earlier on with the virgin socks has now got a friend with a cap with the back over it and a Camden Hell t-shirt shit a brick so they're really we're, we're not we're not repping the merchant strong they enough they are really big fans of Camden Hell's Lager maybe that's why they got a seat right by the entrance so have we we're even nearer yeah but you know we are who we are aren't we you know <laughs> yeah podcast gets preferences Big, big movies and shakers couldn't even get an interview with a tour guide <laughs> but anyway, so yeah I, I still prefer the hells what was interesting though is we had the um, we had two versions so we when we actually before the tour started we got a half pint of the hells but unfiltered yeah, which was that? cloudier obviously cloudier than what you would get um, the standard hells that you would you know you'd buy in your supermarkets or get on draft in a, in a pub or whatever and um, yeah, I've got to say, I, I just prefer I prefer it standard. Definitely. Once we tested the proper standard health, it was much better. We, you can see it's cleaner when she when she described it. You can see it, couldn't you? Unfiltered. It's very much, and I think uh, Greg, you, I think you were similar lines. It was very much like a um, almost like a blonde, yes. like a like a um, blue moon or a um, what's that? Ho Garden. It was more along the lines of that. It felt more like that than it did like a normal Camden Hell, so that's why I, I just prefer it. Yeah, it did. I agree. Prefer the, prefer the same thing that you guys get, basically. I agree. I agree. Just making comment, you know, being a guest of the pod, but on a lovely day like today, and what are we, 18th of uh, September, late September, it's interesting to see that m- minimal number of people wearing masks. I think it's... I, we, I think... I think they're... Nice. I don't want to get into the whole... I'm neither here nor there with it, really. I have one on me, but I, I, I don't really wear it everywhere now. I'm, I'm pretty relaxed on it. I just think it's pick your poison now, isn't it, really? But, um, but yeah, it feels like it feels like we're in a. Maybe the numbers don't back it up, but it feels society-wise like we're in a better place. That we're trying to get back to normal. The culture's coming back. That. You know, if you want to dance. wear one, you can wear one, and there's no judgment. We don't judge on this podcast, this unless you drink Carling and like Carling. Fair yeah. to say where we are today, we've seen five people wear a mask, I would say a hundred, so just to give the uh, listeners a bit of a 
a feel of where we are in London here today. But there was loads on the train and around the train. When we, were in, we got the train from Crewe, and there was loads around Crewe and lots on the train and around the train and the station. But then we got here and it's like probably 80-20 in favour of none, I would say. Whether that's right or wrong, that's 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 another debate, but it's nice to see it feels more like normal, yeah. 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 Nice to see the country get back to normal. It feels like almost like um, like a time machine, we've gone back a couple of years and we're we're on a Saturday out in London, you know, before all this happened and it almost feels like it's kind of doesn't exist I mean it does exist. But it's a nice sort of um, diversion from all of the crap that's um, Yeah, it's nice. It's been nice. Um, one of the things I, I think I was going to—I I don't know if I said it earlier—I think I might stop myself that way through. Might be when Fatima showed up. But um, uh, the whole, I was going to try and segue. Uh, I, I fucked up a segue. The whole Australian barmaid thing was that the actual founder of the brewery was an Aussie, who Jasper, who, Jasper is on a gap yard. Um, so obviously, a bit of a posh boy um, was on a gap year, missed a flight, and basically got told by his parents, who were obviously sick of his bullshit. To um, no, you can you can just stay there and, and basically like sort yourself out. So he had to get a job. So he got a, a job basically on pot wash in a, in a pub, and then worked his way up from there, which is kind of a cool story. So I guess obviously the experience must have humbled him a bit. Um, but he's built himself up and then created this beer empire, you know. Whereas now he's got this like massive. I'm sure he sold it out. I'm sure Camden Brewery is part of a, a bigger firm. I'll confirm later. Probably in Bev. Later in the show. Um, I'm sure he sold out. I'm sure he did. But apparently, according to... What was her name? Tiff. Tiff. Tiff, Tiff says that Jasper still knocks around. I don't know. Oh, he's still involved in it, but I just get the feeling the overall ownership now is elsewhere. Jasper probably drinks more than he brews, to be quite honest with you. I'd imagine he does, anyway. Yeah, it's probably more of a hands-off thing now. He's made his fortune. He's probably... You know, milling about. Maybe gets involved. Yeah. Maybe gets involved with some of the new stuff like the Marmite beer and all that. Yeah. Is that a picture of him? Oh no, that's the uh, Inbev. There you go, Inbev. So he flogged it to Inbev. Yeah. I knew he'd sold it. We probably sit. In fact, I think I think when we reviewed Cannon the first time round, I think we we flagged it up then. I knew he had. Yeah. Yeah. So he's flogged Just it to Inbev. He's a sellout twat. <laughs> is what he is. Sellout bastard. Lovely brewery, but yeah. But, um. Yeah, I mean, has anyone got anything else to add before we move no, on? Next pub, I think. Yeah, so, yeah I think we'll we're going to... you very shortly in the next few seconds. Yeah. Speaking of um, uh, colonic irrigation... <laughs> what a great segue that was, Phil. Thank you. Uh, I can't remember what it was, to be honest. We're back on the uh, on the train now, um, heading back after a couple of bars. Um, tell you what, there was one pub, we, the first pub we went into, was at Oxford Arms. Yes, in Camden. Yeah. Not in en- that London. Not right? entirely keen on that, that was a bit bog standard. But the place we went to after, the World's End, I quite like that. It was like it was, we went in, it was one pub, and then we turned around, <laughs> we sort of went, we got our pints at the bar. It seemed like a normal little... Like a little pub. sort of nook. And then we went to find somewhere to sit, and then it was like we walked into a totally different pub. Like, in a good way. Ten pubs in one, wasn't it? It was weird. It was so loud. There was loads going on. It was a massive pub in there. Have you not been in there before? Greg? I've never been there. Oh, they I like two it. levels, didn't they? No, I've been on there. I don't know if you noticed. A few years ago, on New Year's Eve, and we got refused entry. 
because we were too pissed. <laughs> on New Year's Eve, so we went back to our hotel. It was a travel on somewhere in central London. Um, must have been about half 10, 11 o'clock on New Year's Eve because we were too pissed to get in the world's end in Camden. So. I'd like, I, I liked so, it. I enjoyed it there. I, I think it we nice. went there earlier in the night and then we tried to get back in. And yeah. Interesting staff there, I'd say. They had a similar rock well, look about them, if you yeah. like. It's a rocker's so, bar. Yeah. It was not a great draft pint, was it, if I'm honest with you? Yeah. Well, speak for yourselves. I had a Brooklyn lager and it was fine. So we had a World's End Pilsner. draft, didn't we? Yeah, and it, it was not great. Um, well, you you had the end of the barrel and you had the start. So, Mark, you had the end of the yeah. barrel and then Greg, you had the start of the first start, one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were two mixed barrels. I mean, it was not great, if I'm honest with you. No. Yeah. It tasted a bit funky. It was it? Yeah. Um, I'm glad I had my Brooklyn brewery. Yeah, I mean, I'm feeling a bit ill right now, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> you fragile. Yeah, but now So, anyway, yeah, so we got the, the bus back to Houston. Oh, one thing we, we did. On the one thing we did skip on was while we were in the Oxford Arms, we um, we saw a man. I mean, was, do you think that was a stag do? There was a man oh. that was handcuffed to a dwarf. Dear God, yes, we did. Yes. And you were saying, was it great? You were saying that apparently you can hire. It's a thing. You yes, can. It's it a thing. I didn't know this was a thing. You can hire a dwarf. Brenda Midget. <laughs> I don't understand why the a. How much does that cost? And do you two, not find it funny though? Yeah, I do find it funny, but I also, but but I, but I don't think I find it funny for the reason that you should do. I should do. It's a bit outdated, isn't it? You know, like well, it's past. not outdated. I just think I just think if I'm hand, if I'm handcuffed to uh, you know a small person, dwarf. Can I say dwarf? I think I can say dwarf. Yeah, that's a PC these days. Yeah. Handcuffed. I think that's the word. Handcuffed to a dwarf. If I have to go for a piss, he's there. If I, I mean, that's literally the point. I want to chat someone up. He's there. Yeah. Again, the point. Having said that, what a talk! What an icebreaker! Mm, isn't it just? I mean, you go up I mean, to a bar. He's no cock blocker, is he? You see a lady no. like you go Ooh. up and you've got this little fella in tow, like handcuffed to your arm. I'm assuming that that was a stag do, so you're not going to want to be chatting people up. But if my concern will be going for a piss, but then I do find that quite funny. Like if, if when Greg got married, making him go for a piss with a with a dwarf. I would have found that quite funny. Yeah, thank so, you. Yeah, yeah, but there's also the thing of, I mean, I'd try and sort of cooperate and sort of try and go for a piss when he needed a piss, but then, but then the problem is, it's like you've got the you've got to, you've got to judge it right so that you can get in the urinals and make sure that you're in. Time. Well, yeah, but make sure in you're in one urinal and then you have the kids' urinal. You need to make sure that yeah, you're pissing in because you normally have the drop down, don't you, from the regular yeah. urinal to the smaller one, and you have to make sure that you're you're at that one so he's got the other one next to you. Most people right don't have that though, do they? On your right hand, yeah. Because if he's yeah, what if he's handcuffed to your left hand? Yeah. Most probably pubs probably don't really have the, the kids' urinal. Because again, I would, if I had to have a choice, I'd have him handcuffed to my left arm than my right arm. <laughs> He's on a winner, isn't he? Let's be fair. He's getting 50 quid, he 80 must quid be, a day, whatever his rate is. More than that, surely. Way more than that. Plus beers. I felt, I felt quite sorry for the guy. It's, like yeah. he was, yeah, it's demeaning, it's isn't it? Yeah. It's not a good number, him. Uh, it was demeaning. Yeah. It was demeaning. I mean, he was in like some sort of like Captain Birdseye type outfit. <laughs> And it yeah, was like, it really was, yeah. yeah, and he was like trying to get onto a bar stool, and he was proper like, it was making hard work to of be, it. To be honest, and the guy the that guy was handcuffed to him did nothing to help him. Not with that 
helping him onto the bar so but walking around the park he was actually quite he was gentle with him yeah he was quite respectful he, he was actually quite good with him you had your back to him though, oh, i didn't see that yeah bit. you to be fair you did have your back to him he was actually walking around the bar and he was actually really good with him and i, I felt that the guy that was handcuffed to him felt the awkwardness with it mm. i mean the more um Kathmandu beers that they've had during the night maybe yes they'll loosen their inhibitions maybe they'll take the handcuffs off i don't know but i think you'd be uh, swung around the head by the end of the night that's you know? that would be my worry just would like be fraggle, like just like fraggle rock <laughs> my worry is as the night issues, goes I, on i probably want that to happen as, as the night goes on it deteriorates i'd just be worried that even though i've if i'm a dwarf i've been well paid or or whatever I'd be worried that it, you become a bit of a punchline, and that I just think that's. I think can you, you put a price? Right can you put a price on dignity? That's the que- that's the big question. I, I don't think he had much dignity going out today. I mean, he's got to earn a living, I suppose. But well, he put, advertises himself that way, doesn't he? I, I guess think, he brings it on himself. Yeah, but I, I just, I just, I just thought, I just think, I'm fast forwarding like three, four hours into the night, and I'm just, I'm a bit worried for it. It's a, it's a tough one because if you're happy, like. If, I'm not far off being a. I'm not a dwarf, but I'm not far off being. <laughs> what, you're five, five, five? You're not two foot off it, don't five worry, mate. Four, yeah. You're, you're five, right. four? Yeah. Yeah, you're three foot off it, don't worry. Um, and like, if I, like if I, I don't know, if I was in them shoes, like, I wouldn't want to be in them. Like them shoes that he was in today, or them little shoes that he was in. Right, so say, right, okay, so hypothetical, I'll say, as the, as the shortest person on the train, I'll ask you the question. <laughs> How, yeah, what, name here, so name yeah. your pro- right, right. So you're going to be handcuffed to my left arm for the night. What's your price? I'm not that small though, am I? I'm, I'm not far off. Say you were. Say you were. So if I was. What's your price? What's the price of my dignity? Is what you're asking, really, isn't it? Yeah. So if I'm basically saying I want to wear you on my left arm for the night. What are you going to do? To you'll me? get your beers. What are you going to do to me then? So I have a drink. You have a drink. But you're going to be handcuffed to me for the they're night. They're not going to be able to go for pint for pint either, though, are they? Because they're half the size of you. Well, that's your problem. But but okay. I'm just saying. Free I'm just saying you won't night, you yeah. won't be short of a drink, so that'll be that'll be catered right. for. But obviously, you go wherever I go. If I had to go for a slash, or if I need to go for a shit, or if I need to throw up, you're going to be yes. there with me. If I'm chatting up some bird and I want to go I, off with I'm her, whatever, say, then I'm you're with me. Five hundred quid. Five hundred for a night. Yeah. For a night. I'll probably do that for five So if Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and all these other basketball players want to so take what, me out for the equivalent of for a night out, five hundred quid. I mean, we're talking about the equivalent here. To be fair, proportion-wise, yeah. Michael Jordan, that yeah, like that right. guy and that dwarf, is the equivalent to you and Michael Jordan. Right, so a basketball player massive, could a basket. So if you targeted very tall people or basketball players, yeah. you could probably make a make a living out of that. I probably could. I might put myself one of them. Bin size, you know. Yeah. So anyway, that I'd was something. Pro- I'd probably say five hundred free beers all night. I want a free hotel. Yeah. Um, Not social I'd media. Probably have, I'd probably have a cut-off point as well, so the the handcuffs have to come off at say maybe eleven. So like, because everyone's fucked by eleven, aren't they? If you're on a stag day, you're fucking hammered by eleven o'clock. Mm. Depends when you started. Well, there'd be a limit. You'd have to give a limit. I suppose you'd, have, you'd probably have an agency. I'd say look. I guess you would have a time, a finishing time, wouldn't yeah, you? You, you, you? You would you say like 11, you then can then have me till midnight, and then I turn into a. You have to do social media. <laughs> um, you 
don't really have a choice these days, though, But then he'd advertise himself on so Yeah, you don't really have a choice. You'd probably get some more business from it, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd probably cut off by 11, right, handcuffs are gone. And then if I'm enjoying the night, then... Stay out with him, we'll have another pint with him, whatever. Then we'll get on it. And to be honest, if you that guy, people see you out and about, they probably fucking play drinks anyway. To be fair, if I if I got on with the, if I got on with the dwarf, I'd probably even if when the handcuffs were off, I'd probably want to keep him around and just say, look, do you want to stay out for the night? If yeah. I got on with it, we're having a good night. Just stay You'd with become us. Become one of the lads. Stay with us. We'll we'll sort you out. Yeah. What would be minimum height? What if I what for for a tall person? Yeah. I mean, you're having to talk like freaks or a height. You'd want seven footers, wouldn't like, you? I know I'm fucking Or six, short, nine. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Stop pissing yourself. I'm not the fucking size of that guy that was out there earlier on. No, you don't. No. I'd no, say, proportion-wise, you're probably talking six, eight. You're the giant compared to Because Peter Crouch is, what, six, six? Six, 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 seven. So you want to be beyond yeah, Peter Crouch? Above that, yeah. Yeah. Fair dues. That pretty much limits you to just yeah. basketball players. Get on eBay now, get on whatever, social media now, get him sold off. 500 I mean, quid a night. Should we put it on our, our socials? What, just if put, you up, wants to, put you up yeah, for hire? Short man for hire. Yeah. But you Buy must be. Beers, 500 pound, free beers, free hotel. Must be must be this height to ride Mark Carter Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> must be six foot eight and over. I'm up for that, yeah. International. If it, gets if it goes international, you want free flights. Yes. So that's something. If you guess some of the free 20, the twenty-two beers left, then yeah. I'm, quite, I'm quite happy to pimp myself out. Well, speaking of those twenty-two beers we've got left on the list, we did make a late attempt. You love that segue, don't you, Greg? That was fantastic there. Love Phil. that. It's beautiful stuff, wasn't it? We did take a stab um, on the way uh, back to Euston Station with a Nepalese restaurant because Nepal Ice is one of the beers we've got left over, and uh, uh, well, we didn't get it. We failed. We failed. However, we did get some some beers. I would say they're from Nepal, but actually, on closer inspection, they're not. So, myself and Mark have two bottles of Kathmandu, which is brewed with Himalayan essence. Um, however, that happens to be brewed in Stratford. Um, and uh, Greg has a bottle of Gurkha, which is a premium lager beer, 4.8 percent, 330ml bottle, again brewed in London. So. I'm not. In sh- I mean, it's inspired by the majestic Himalayas. Both beers are apparently, but no idea what they have in common with them. I mean, the guy was really happy to sell us these. Yeah, beers. nice guy in the restaurant. Um, unfortunately, couldn't help us out with Nepal ice, but you know, we saw these things in the fridge He's from Nepal. He's going to speak to his friends for us. He's going to speak to. You know, he knows a man. He knows a man. He's, I, I highly doubt that. We're I don't get these think. Beers, no, but. I don't think. But you know, it was nice anyway. He was very pleasant and. Uh, yeah, he's, um, he's made a family-owned business since 1982, yeah, I believe. Yeah, he's made a he's made a tenner off um, us, or off Greg anyway. Yeah, family-owned <laughs> since 1982, Great Nepalese restaurant, uh, 40 Evershot Street, London. There you go. Um, there we go. I've got a business card for you. Bit of free advertising for you. Nepalese.com. Yeah, nice website as well. It's it's a swanky website. You can tell they've like paid for like Squarespace or something or Wix yeah. or whatever the I don't know what ones the are. Professionally designed. Traditional, it's Gurkhas. The the um, yeah, they're, yeah. they're called cookeries. Oh, really? I think what they're called cookeries. Um, not a lot of them. That's just a knife that Gurkhas use. No. I, I knew someone that I knew someone. My um, sister-in-law. Save, her, save that for when we get in the poor eyes. Well, it's not that. In- I'll tell it now because it's not that interesting a story. 
anyway, my um, sister-in-law's ex-husband um, was in the army and was out in Afghanistan and was with some Gurkhas and there was something, I don't know the story, but anyway, a camp or whatever got attacked or it burnt down or whatever and he saved this Gurkha's life. So they gave him, um, he was wounded, but he was alright obviously, and then they gave him um, these two cookeries and they gave him the remnants of the Union Jack that was left from the campsite that obviously got wrecked. So he had, so what, um, uh, not long before they got divorced, but what my sister-in-law got him was, he got, she got the cookeries and the flag framed. So he had this big thing with like the cookeries crossed over and this Union Jack but what was left of it. Well, that's right, it was beautiful, really lovely. And then, uh, yeah, about six months later they got divorced. But, uh, hey-o. Happy Fast forward to 2021. Not happy Great yet. Britain America withdraw from Western Afghanistan. Well, that's another story. That's another. Yeah, that's the, save save that for the. Uh, and the divorcee still. War on terror. War on terror pod. Divorcee still living with a mum. Yeah, everyone's happy. Everyone, yeah. What's Mike doing nowadays? I've no idea. I'm assuming he's just still in the army and just. He's happy doing his on thing. On his own, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I've no. I have no idea. He, he wasn't one of the types to do any sort of social media or anything like that. So. Didn't really have any ties to him, so hopefully he's doing it. well. You never heard anything more. They got divorced, and that was that. Was oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> I've got his number, but I never really. You never spoke to him since. I no, I sent him a text, and I sort of said like when it was sort of shit was in the fan. I did send a text, sort of not like taking any sides or anything, but just said you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you want a pint or anything and stuff, then because he was only living in Stafford, it wasn't far away. So it's like, look, you want to go for a pint or whatever, then I'm about. Never, you've been a good bloke about it. Yeah, I just yeah. thought, you know what, I'll sit on the fence. These things happen, they're adults, you know, these things happen. It's and, the right thing to do that, Phil. Um, right but it didn't take me up on it, so I haven't heard from him since. Fuck you, man. Yeah, well, yeah. I think he messaged me back saying, I can't remember what it was. It's like a thanks but no thanks, but in a nice way, like, yeah, you're a good bloke, but no. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. So, anyway, so what do we, so, so, um, so we're in Kathmandu. So yeah, Kathmandu, and then Greg's Greg's having a Gurkha. Yeah, the Gurkha from whatever it was. Sticking a Gurkha Nepal, in it. Sticking it. Having a mouthful of Gurkha. Yeah, I mean, a premium lager beer apparently. The brown. Does it bottle. taste? Does it taste premium to you? I wouldn't the, say that. No, they're all premium, I'll be honest. Premium is a bit of a, uh, a miss sale of this lager. Yeah. I think this Kathmandu thing is fine, this one I'm drinking. I quite like it. It's fine, you know, isn't it? It's, it's alright. I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah, it's a good session beer type beer. It's not very gassy, It's it goes down pretty easy. It's. Good beer, mate. I don't care about COVID. So now that one's 7.8%. 4.8%. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, ours is a 4.7, which is your sweet spot mark, isn't it? They are very different beers. That's are they? Kathmandu wow, is much better. That's it's a sour better. beer. Oh, is it? Right, so I'm just tasting the Gurgit. Um, it's a very, very sour beer. It's more of a azari. Have you had azari it's before? A dry beer. Yeah, it's sour. No, it's not even dry. No, it's it's, it's sour. It's right. Sour. It's like water. <laughs> sour water. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. You two have got the better deal there. Swap yeah. if you want. Oh, no, 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 you have it. Hey, this is sure. your other one, the podcast. So we'll obviously hold out hope that we'll get Nepalized at some point, but we're kind of 
at least we're sort of we've had this a go and this is a nice extracurricular for the train home no all, no we'll get we'll find a way we'll find a way i think we'll get that one uh big takeaways from the day uh so let's ask our guest greg what's your biggest thing from today well we had a fantastic day down in camden uh camden brewery there wasn't it and it was nice nice to learn the different types of lagers and Went on a bit though, didn't it? IPAs that they have and whatnot. Yeah, dragged on. I like the drinking rather than the talking. <laughs> um, there's a couple of interesting characters on the talk, on the on the tour. Um, and yeah, going around Camden to be fair, you know, it's nice to, to meet you two guys, you know, together. It's good to see you. Yeah, this is the first and, uh, time you pair have met. It is. I yeah, didn't yeah. realise first time. I didn't know Greg was a Liverpool fan. Well, there you go. Yeah, I am Liverpool fan. There you go. Nice three 0 victory today, which it we was. Yeah. To. We won't talk about Norwich, will we? Mark? No, yeah. no, In fact, we had an acker, didn't we? We had an acker today between the three of us, and that went yeah, no, south well, pretty quick, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But but me me back in Norwich to lose um, came through. It draw. did, but it was yours that went wrong first, though. No, it was yours that went wrong first. The draw. I had a Bundesliga that, that did go wrong, but didn't go on didn't go wrong till late in the second half. Whereas right. yours, your you, I think your one of yours was um, Derby and Stoke, and that went wrong sharpish. Yeah, your game finished first. Like mine held out the. Uh, yeah, but my so you, yours, yours, was, yours was over <laughs> almost instantly. Um, right, Mark, what's your uh, what have you enjoyed most today? I enjoyed most today. So when we got first got out there this morning, I went on city map it and I put in the postcode to get to <laughs> get down to Canada Town Brewery, NW five three something, whatever it was. Was it three double N or something? You yeah, put? something like three double N, whatever it was. So we goes in this pub. Get off, we get us off the bus, all well and good. I thought, fucking hell, we're going far past Camden here, like it's Camden Town Brewery. We're in Hampstead Heath, aren't we? It's not far off, yeah. We're, like, we're fucking miles past Camden. This bus is going on, yeah, we've got like eight stops, and I'm looking at it thinking, like, we've gone past Camden Town like six stops, and I'm thinking, it's a bit fucking weird. But anyway, it's what a city map it says. City map, you can't go far wrong with city map, it. it's brilliant. So we get us off this bus, and then, ooh, there's a pub, gets in the pub. Phil has a steak for breakfast, all well and good. We get in there, we get a couple of pints, happy days. It's time to go out, get down the brewery for quarter to twelve, so we're going to be quarter of an hour early, as requested on the ticket. I'm doing the right thing for once in my life, I'm going to get there early, really good, I'm dead happy with myself. So we walked around the corner, we're admiring the... In fact, we were saying to each other, we're like, because you live in London, you know, like oh beautiful houses you're talking like really townhouse style deco, stuff million apiece yeah art deco apartments they're beautiful yeah. houses weren't they? they they really were beautiful to look at nice area walks around the corner i'm thinking to myself like this doesn't look like a fucking area for a brewery <laughs> anyway we sort of walk around the corner thinking it really really doesn't look like the area and then we get there and there's a school oh, that's interesting so city map is saying yeah you've arrived at your destination it's like I was thinking, right, shit, so I went on the ticket, and anyway, it turns out I, I actually got NW53 NN, and it should have been NW35 NN. Shit, the bed. And then, so anyway, we should have been there at that point, shouldn't we? So, it's like, shit. So, we hot fussed it, didn't we? Started walking back towards taxi driver. We we ended up having to get a cab, didn't we? And the best thing was was that we got in the cab, told him where we wanted to go, and he was like, don't know, mate. (laughs) Yeah, so what we learned (laughs) was, you know, the knowledge that the taxi drivers are learning in London, 
apparently it's utter bullshit because we said to this guy, where's such and such a road? Oh, I don't know, son. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I never. I, and I said, I said, well, what, what about the knowledge? He's like, I never did the knowledge, mate. I've been a cab driver night, uh, since 1997. I was shit then, I'm shit now. <laughs> and uh, proper, proper lad though, wasn't it? I, yeah. I really enjoyed him. But I guess from his point of view, he was very honest about the fact that he wasn't a very good cab driver, but we were already in the cab and it was kind of too late to get out. So we're kind of at his mercy, really. He had a rough idea of where to go. He had a rough approximation and by more so luck I, than judgment, we so got I there. So I said, like, we to go to Camden Town Brewery and um, he's like, yeah, I don't know where that is. I said, such and such a road, don't know where that is. <laughs> And then I said, Kennedy Town West Station, he had a rough idea, and then we said a road, he's like, yeah, I know that, and he turned down it, and I got it on my phone, and then we were getting sort of near, and I could see it out of the back, and um, yeah, he was all, all over it then, wasn't he? Um, I, th- I feel like giving sort of 10 minutes more, he'd probably delve into a bit of racism or something. The thing know, is, he's been a cab driver, guy, he's been a cab driver nearly 25 years, and he hasn't done the knowledge. He must have done it, but... Like you asked him, has he updated it? You know, has he done? Well, that was my thing. Like when they always say, like you have to do that before you can drive a back cab. You have to do the knowledge. You have to, you have, to have the knowledge. But once you get the knowledge, do like you, Apple send you updates it for life? Yeah. Or Apple send you updates. Do they send taxi drivers updates? That's what I mean. How often do you have to refresh on it? There's new things that crop up all the time. New things get built. New roads get made. New so. I suppose a lot of the roads are probably the same, but it's the I suppose, it's the but landmarks and things change, don't they? And exactly, stuff like that. Yeah. The shard. You have to keep yourself limber, surely. Whatever else you've got. You'd yeah. think so, wouldn't you? So he was, a, he was a lovely guy, but a shit cab driver. Well, he got us to where we went. But well, he got us to go? and on time. On, bank on time, on to be time. Fair. So I can't be blamed because I actually got us to where yeah, we wanted to go. Slap bang on time. You did. Yeah. And so I guess that answers fun. the question, can Mark Hyde Johnson organise a Christopher in a brewery? So I sort of did. The answer is yes. Yes, he can. So we posed that question before we went to the brewery, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. And, and the answer was nearly no, because we were nearly late and missed the tour. But Although, a quarter of an hour after we went there, some people turned up and still got on the tour. True. So, so we might I, still made it even on foot. Yeah. Yeah, um, maybe. But anyway, yeah. If you want to go to Camden Town Brewery for the tour, help yourself. It's quite expensive. About um, 30 quid a person, isn't it? I mean, it's quite steep for a couple of pints of beer. You get about three it. pints worth to drink, I would say, Yeah. for free, yeah. which isn't bad. In London, that's probably not actually But then that it's like bad, six, it? seven pound a pint, isn't it, Camden? Exactly. So actually, and the lady that did it, she was actually really She was really nice, nice Aussie girl called Tiff, really nice, knowledgeable. Yeah, we like Tiff. Tiff was sound. Thanks, Tiff. All the stuff there were quite good, weren't they? They me? were, yeah. Very hipster nice. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I recommend Camden Without being brew. overly so. The, the, the people drinking there were the people drinking there were more hipster than the actual staff. That, yeah, that cock with the socks. Or apart from that fella working um, at the, the bar with the like reverse pigtails. That was interesting. I've never seen that in my life. No. I wish I'd have got a picture. It was like curtains, like boy, like nineties boy band curtains, but they were like. Um, yeah, but like but they tied in little bunches. Yeah, he had. Um, yeah, he had a. Me. What do they call them? Not scrunchie. Airband. Um, them little tight band things. Yeah. Is, yeah. There, is there a name for them? Like bobbles. Bobbles. Two bobbles. Them knobbers that wear top knots. Yeah. It's like that, but like the two of them on the front. Left and right. I don't think that's a food hygiene thing either, because they weren't they weren't long enough curtains that they were like right down the side of his face either. They only came to about his temple. So there wasn't really a need to have them sort of bobbled up there anyway. He was just being lumbered. 
So we had a nice day. Um, final yeah. thoughts, Katmandu. If you had to rate Katmandu, what would you rate it? It's just as a, just a shits and giggles. Uh, seventh. Yeah, same. How do you call that? <laughs> pleasant. A guest. Yeah, pleasant. six, seven, yep. Yeah, nice pleasant beer. After that, I'd give it a five. Gurkha gets a five. Yeah, yeah. I think you're being That's being generous. That's being generous. Yeah. Four and a half. Say, so, hey, it's been so we've, we've been talking to you from London, well, Watford to London. From Watford to London, right. Well, um, yeah, it's been a lovely day and it's nice to be back. We'll try and be back um, at some point in the next couple of weeks. Wrong, right? We've got a few beers to get through. We've just got to try and sort out the time between us to, to, to hook up and do it. We're not busy, man. We will, yeah, we will try and endeavour. Apologies, it's not. It's become a, a bit less frequent and we've kind of ended up taking the summer off. But we will we'll try and be back and, and stay back. And, and uh, yeah. As a guest, may I just please step in here and say, Mark, can you bring us in with the socials? Oh, yeah. At FTLOBpod. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. As a, as a Follow, guest. Follow, like, and all that sort of stuff, yeah. As a guest, that's been a pleasure. Big thanks to Greg for joining us. It's been lovely. Lovely having you. I tell you. As a listener, listen, get in touch with these guys, and they will deliver. Yeah, unless it's email, in which case um, sometimes I'm not. I, in fact, I, I can't remember the password for the Gmail account. So if you've yeah, emailed and I haven't responded, yeah, I apologise. I'm going to have to try and re- recover that somehow. Yeah. Right, um, thanks again. We'll be back soon. And uh, in the meantime, take care. Bye bye. All I want to do is drink beer for breakfast.